0: and welcome to the budget mouse a podcast that will help you have an incredible walt disney world vacation even if you're on a shoestring budget this week i'm sharing 12 ways to save money on food at disney world if you're paying out of pocket and i'm announcing a fun giveaway over on the blog Welcome again, everyone, to episode 15. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year, and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's show is all about eating on the cheap at Disney World, so let's dive in. one of my favorite things to do on vacation and all the time to be honest, but dining at Disney World can drive up the cost of your vacation. So if you're going on a budget, you've got to have a plan for food. So this week I am sharing 12 things that I personally have done at Disney World that have saved me money on food. So I'm going to get right to it. First of all, you'll see this advice in probably all disney planning forums and anywhere you go which is to eat breakfast in your hotel room and not this doesn't just save money but will also save you time getting ready in the morning and it will get you to the parks early so you can maximize your time in the parks and that is my number one tip for avoiding crowds at disney world is to get to the parks early so this saves this serves a few functions so first of all all disney world hotel rooms and most off-property ones have mini fridges in the room Studio Villas at Disney Vacation Club Resorts have also a microwave toaster and a kitchen sink with some dishwashing supplies. One of the reasons I love staying in the Studio Villas at the DVC properties is this little mini kitchen that helps you prepare food in the room. And my favorite way to stay there is, of course, to rent Disney Vacation Club points. Just head over to the Budget Mouse or the Frugal South and search Rent DVC and you'll find articles all about renting DVC points to save money and stay in these great studio villas. So if you are flying and traveling to Walt Disney World, you can actually pack a lot of food in your checked luggage. This is a reason I love Southwest, is that you can take two checked bags, and I have been known to load one of those checked bags up with food to take on our Disney vacation. So you can really pack anything as long as you're staying underweight. I have brought shelf-stable milk cartons, bags of oranges, granola bars, and boxes of little creamers for my coffee, among other weird things that i have packed in my checked bags to take on vacation but i think people are wary of packing food and and beverages in their checked bags because they're worried about limitations for liquids and stuff but there really aren't any for checked bags that is just for carry-on luggage so feel free to pack away if you're flying on an airline where you won't have to pay extra for a checked bag now at every disney world hotel food court which there's one at every Disney World hotel, you can buy quarts of milk and other supplies you'd expect from like a, a Quickie Mart, like a gas station convenience store. A lot of those things you can get at the food courts. And the good news is they're not way overpriced. They're a little bit more than you'd pay at a grocery store, but they're more akin to what you'd pay at a gas station. So that is a great thing to know that you can pick up supplies like that in your food court if you're staying at a Disney World hotel. Or you can always order groceries to be delivered at your hotel. And I'm gonna go into that separately next. That's my number tip number two. So soon all Walt Disney World hotel rooms will have little coffee makers. And currently all the rooms at All-Star Sports and All-Star Music and most rooms at All-Star Movies still do not have them. And they're getting them soon. I think by the end of 2019, every room at Walt Disney World will have a little coffee maker. I've actually brought a small individual coffee maker that I bought at Goodwill years ago for like $4 with me in my luggage as well. I am this crazy lady who packs all these weird things in her luggage. But anyway, they take those little discs, not K-cups, but little coffee discs, and it's really lightweight and small. And so I have made coffee in the room when I was staying at a value resort that didn't have a coffee maker before. So if you're going um, soon and staying at these resorts that don't have coffee makers yet. That's one thought as well. Now, a lot of readers have asked me about Food ideas for what to make to eat breakfast in their room So these are some of the things that I have done. I've bought shelf-stable yogurt pouches, which are actually in the applesauce aisle at the grocery store, but they are a great way to get some protein in the kids before you head out to the parks I've brought oatmeal packets and made boiling water with the coffee maker and stirred it into the oatmeal packets You will have to bring a little paper bowl or something to make that with Um, You can also get the oatmeal single serving cups that they sell now in the cereal aisle. I've brought fresh fruit, we've had cereal, hard boiled eggs that you can just keep in the fridge, and protein or granola bars. I personally usually bring kind bars that I can get ahead of time on Amazon or in the store and pack those and bring them along. Now, if you have a microwave and toaster in your room, or toaster, um, some other thoughts are bringing pre-cooked bacon that you can just heat up in the microwave. You can cook scrambled eggs in a coffee mug and melt some cheese over them. You can buy eggs in all of the Disney Vacation Club resort food courts, and you can just scramble up some eggs, mix them up in a mug, and cook them. Um, You can also toast bread or bagels, and you can have a proper breakfast there in your room without ever having to leave it. So let's move on to grocery delivery. Now I have done this on my last three trips and it has worked wonderfully. The things that I have ordered include milk, my daughter drinks soy milk and I do as well, so I order that, juice, fruit, snacks to eat at the resorts or in the parks, and the breakfast items I already mentioned, and wine. Because let me tell you, I travel a lot with just myself and my daughter um, because my husband has to work frequently and I do this for my work, so she goes along with me. She is five, by the way. Um, After she goes to bed at night, which is quite early, like eight o'clock, you know, mama needs a glass of wine by herself in the hotel room to just kind of wind down. So it's very nice that I can order that and have it delivered with the groceries and have it there in the room to wind down at night. So the three main ways you can get the groceries are through Instacart, Amazon Prime now, if you're an Amazon Prime member, and Garden Grocer, which is an Orlando-based business that just does grocery delivery, and I think they just do to Disney Resorts. So the only one that I've used personally is Instacart. Now, if you sign up through my link on the blog, you'll get $10 off your first order. And I suggest waiting to sign up for Instacart until less than a week before your trip, because that credit will expire in a short amount of time. It's either seven or 10 days. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes, and you can always just search for it on the blog. So when you go with Instacart, you can pick a grocery store at which to shop, and I have always used Publix and the prices are generally about the same as what you pay in store and they also any sale that's going on at Publix during that week you can have access to the sale prices as well and sometimes there's even coupons that you can clip so there is a 35 dollar minimum to shop at each store and there is a six dollar delivery fee now Um, At a Walt Disney World Resort, you can order to have it delivered anytime. You don't have to physically be there to receive the groceries unless you ordered alcohol. And then you have to be there to show your ID to the delivery person, or they can't leave the groceries. Um, So at a Disney World Resort, the instacart shopper will leave your groceries at bag services who will put any stuff that needs to stay cold in the refrigerator and then you can actually call down to bag services and ask that they bring the groceries up to your room later or you can personally go and pick them up at bag services I did have a um, a glitch in this system when I stayed at Saratoga Springs last month and they were not able to find my groceries but I knew they had be- been delivered so I basically waited five minutes and called back and talked to someone else and told them my first name to search by my first name and my last name and they were able to find it the second time and they brought it up so if you're having someone from luggage services bring it up be ready to wait a little while they have to gather the stuff and find someone to bring it up and be ready with a tip. I think I tipped four or $5 for the grocery delivery. So if you're staying off property, then you must be there to pick it up at most resorts. I've had groceries delivered at one off property resort and I had to be there to get them. Um, I'm going to try Amazon Prime now on my next trip because I'd like to have some diversity in the experience here of grocery delivery and I will let you know how that goes. So tip number three, is to eat at quick service restaurants as opposed to table service restaurants when you're dining at Disney World. I am a huge fan of quick service restaurants at Walt Disney World, and that's because I find the food quality to be overall very good, and I they've really made efforts to have diversity in the foods that they offer at quick service restaurants. 20 years ago, if you went to Walt Disney World, you were gonna find cheeseburgers and french fries and chicken fingers at most places. But now you can get very adventurous food at some of the quick service locations at Disney World. So if you go back to episode three, I shared my top five quick service locations in the parks and talked about the menus at each of them a a little bit, but I didn't share the ones that I love that are outside of the parks. So here are my favorites outside of the parks. At Disney Springs, I personally love the Polite Pig, Blaze Pizza, Deluxe Burger, and Wolfgang Puck Express. And those are just the ones that I personally have eaten at and had a very good experience. And I know there are others that are great at Disney Springs. And at the resorts, my favorites are Captain Cook's at the Polynesian, Contempo Cafe at the Contemporary, and the... Oh, sorry, the Mara at Animal Kingdom Lodge and Landscape of Flavors at Art of Animation. And every single one of those, I have made a trip to the resort just to eat at that quick service dining location because I like them so much. Entrees at these locations will run anywhere from, on average, $8 to $14. Most are in the 10 to $12 range. So you can definitely get a high quality meal a very reasonable price at these quick service locations so tip number four is to share meals between two people many of the meals at Walt Disney World are huge I don't know who these people are that they're making these meals for but they have a far bigger appetite than I do so in particular there are platters you can get at many quick service locations that will come with like a half of a chicken and ribs and sides, and they're gonna run around $16. You can easily split them between two people and they will both be full. You can find these at Cosmic Rays in Magic Kingdom, Flame Tree Barbecue in Animal Kingdom, Sunshine Seasons in Epcot, and the ABC Commissary in Hollywood Studios. I mean, I'd argue that most meals at Disney World can be split if you aren't a huge eater, but I am a fairly light eater, so that doesn't apply to me all the time. But I'd, you know, before you go to order something, look around the restaurant and look at the portion size or, you know, check out and see if you think that it could be split. You can always go back and order more if you want, but I find that I am full if I share a meal a lot of times. Tip number five is to consider getting a kids meal even if you're an adult. So anyone can order a kids meal at Walt Disney World. It's not like other places where they say kids meals are only for guests. 10 and under or whatever, anyone can order a kid's meal that wants to, they're never gonna give you a hard time about that. Some kids meals are just smaller portions of the adult meals on the menu. So if you have a smaller appetite, you might get be able to get away with a kid's meal. They're generally in the five to $7 range and you will get an entree, two sides and a drink with that. They are an incredible value. I like that Disney World doesn't gouge you on the kid's meal. I mean, it's supposed to be a family friendly, kid friendly place. Tip number six is to consider ordering an appetizer for your entree, especially at lunch at table service and table service restaurants. Um, I've been known to do this at signature restaurants, especially for dinner. The appetizer portions are very large and I can often get away with one or two appetizers as my meal instead of an entree. I like that it lets me try a few different things and you can even share the appetizers with others if several of you are going to do this and you get to sample more of what's on the menu. Appetizers at signature restaurants are going to run you in the you know eight to twelve dollar range. So very reasonable for a substantial portion of food. I like to get like two appetizers and a drink at a signature restaurant, and that's gonna put put me at about you know thirty to thirty-five dollars, which is a great price to get out the door at a signature restaurant at Disney World. Tip number seven is to eat breakfast or lunch for your table, table service meal of the day. So if you want to eat one table service meal during the day, it will be much cheaper most of the time to eat that meal at breakfast or at lunch Sometimes it's just nice to get out of the heat and into the air conditioning and sit down for an hour in the middle of the day as well. So it's another reason to consider eating your table, table service meal for the day at lunch as opposed to dinner. And sometimes I'm so full from lunch at Disney World that I want a light dinner and if we've made our table service reservation for dinner and i'm like i'm not even hungry at six o'clock because i ate so much for lunch it's nice to be able to plan accordingly for your dinner meal if you're not that hungry you can get something light for a quick service location for dinner tip number eight is about character dining now character dining is notoriously expensive at walt disney world so what we like to do is just choose one character meal as our kind of splurge meal for the trip and not do multiple character meals. Somewhere people get the idea that like they have to do a bunch of character meals when they go to Disney World to have the Disney experience and I totally disagree with that. I think you become kind of numb to it. If you do more than one more than one cuz they're very overwhelming. It's a lot of excitement and activity. So, if you want to do a character meal, I would suggest just doing one. Look, doing some research and finding the characters that your kids will like the most and doing that. Tip number 9 is something that Many Orlando locals know about, but most out-of-town visitors do not. And this only applies if you're visiting during the month of September. That month is known as Magical Dining Month in Orlando. And the Orlando's Visitors Association, I think it's called Visit Orlando, sponsors this event with American Express. And what it is, is that you can eat at select... Restaurants in the Disney World area and all over Orlando and pay $35 for a three-course pre-fee menu It's a limited menu. There's only certain items. It's not like pull off the whole menu They have a special menu just for magical dining month But what's nice about this is a dollar out of each meal goes to a local charity And I've done a blog post about this over at the budget mouse and you can go check it out there, but some of the restaurants that are included are Il Molino Blue Zoo, a bunch of signature restaurants at Disney Springs, including Morimoto Asia and Paddlefish. Now entrees at all of these restaurants are going to start at about $35. So it is a great deal to get a three course meal at these restaurants for $35. And so if you're visiting in the month of September, it actually starts at the uh, towards the last week of August and goes to the end of September. Definitely check out that post on the blog. Tip number 10 is to bring some snacks or meals even with you into the parks. So at many theme parks or um, amusement parks, they will have rules. You can't bring in outside food. That is not true at Disney World. You can bring really anything other than alcohol or glass containers into the parks with you. Now they do have to be in a soft sided cooler. They cannot be in a hard sided cooler, but if you can, you know, put a soft sided cooler bag under your stroller, you could pack a whole meal for the day if you wanted to and bring it along. So many people do that to save money. I mean, I personally don't like to pack sandwiches and stuff to take to Disney World because I'm on vacation and I do that all the time at home. But for a lot of people, if you want to go and stay on a budget, that is a great way to then, you know, maybe just eat one meal at, uh, you know, in the parks and bring the rest of your stuff, eat breakfast in your room, bring your lunch and eat one meal in the parks. Tip number 11 is that some snack items at Disney World are often big enough to be a meal. So I'm gonna give you some of my favorite examples. They are the ham and cheese croissant at the bakery in the France Pavilion in Epcot, which is 475 and it's completely enough for a meal for me. There are tortilla chips you can order at Pecos Spills in the Magic Kingdom, and then you can visit the toppings bar there, which is free, and load them up with a ton of toppings. Unfortunately, I learned that the guacamole is no longer on the topping bar, which makes me so sad, but you'll still find lettuce, cheese, pico de gallo, all kinds of other good toppings, and um, you can make definitely a meal out of those. The chips are $4.99, and then the toppings are all free. Another snack is the chicken fried rice at Yak and Yeti in Animal Kingdom Park. That is $3.99 and it definitely filled me up for a lunch when I had it one time. And last at Animal Kingdom, there are the famous fries with pulled pork and cheese sauce at Flame Tree Barbecue. Oh my God, now not a healthy lunch. Nobody said this was gonna be healthy, but definitely filling and they are $6.79. So my last tip, number 12, is Do research on the menus of the restaurants at Walt Disney World before you go to plot out where you want to eat and how much about you're going to spend at these places. This is an invaluable resource. So the one that I use, is at allears.net. I, for years, have used their menus to plan my dining and stay on budget at Disney World. So I'm gonna link to that page in the show notes. They regularly update their lists of all the menus at Walt Disney World. It's very easy to search by park and by area within the park and the resorts and um, see how much things are gonna cost, what your options are at different places. It's allears.net slash dining slash menu. And again, I'll link to it in the show notes i'm excited to announce a really fun giveaway going on over at the blog this week i've partnered up with toddler trends which is a company owned by a fellow north carolina mompreneur and they do custom t-shirts and some disney t-shirts so we are giving away a disney castle home t-shirt over on the blog and you can enter in a variety of ways by you know following us on instagram or pinterest or liking our facebook pages and what have you so you just go over to thebudgetmouse.com and you will see the giveaway right there at the top so it ends august 9th at midnight so you have about a week to enter if you're hearing this when i publish the show so i hope you'll go over and take a minute to enter thank you so much for listening to this week's show. You can actually support this podcast over at Patreon. That's P A T R E O N starting at only $2 a month. And you'll get a variety of bonuses and patron only content that you can read about over there on my Patreon page. Just search for the budget mouse on Patreon and you'll see ways to support this podcast and keep it ad free. So, You can also find me at The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I'm on Instagram at The Budget Mouse, and I have a private Facebook group that is just for readers and listeners of The Budget Mouse. You can find it by heading over to Facebook and searching for The Budget Mouse. Thanks again for listening, and have a magical day.